Hey there, future friends. This week is our first and what I hope is at least a bi-monthly episode where I talk about one of the new movies that had come out in the previous episode. This is broken up into a spoiler-free and spoiler-filled part of the show. I will give you fair warning of the spoilers, but without further ado, let's jump into it. Well, my future friends, welcome back to the show. This is my Red Notice review. I know I would have preferred my first review episode in this new format to be Ghostbusters, but you can't wait for everything to be perfect, and I just kind of wanted to jump into it. Quick note, if you're ever using um, throat spray, fun fact, don't spray it directly into the back of your throat. And especially don't hit your uvula because then you start coughing and you think, is this how it ends for me? Is it, Am I just going to cough and my brain's going to explode out of my ear? Uh, that was the fear. It did not happen that way, but that was the fear. Anyway, yes, this is our review for Red Notice. And like I said, this is going to be broken up into a spoiler-free and spoiler-filled part. I'm going to start with a spoiler-free in case you want to skip anything spoilerific. But let's be honest, with a film like this, do you really care? So let me tell you about the film and who's in it and, you know, stuff like that like we normally do on Future Flicks. Red Notice is a Netflix original film that came out last week, and it's about an Interpol agent that tracks the world's most wanted art thief. Kind of. Kind of. Uh, we'll get into that in a bit. This stars Gal Gadot from the Fast and Furious franchise, Dwayne Johnson from the Fast and Furious franchise, Ryan Reynolds from Hobbs and Shaw, which is part of the Fast and Furious franchise, and Ritu Arya from Umbrella Academy. I didn't want to include her because she's she wasn't in the Fast and Furious franchise, but she is a sizable part, an, an important part of the film. So you know what, Vin Diesel, just get her into your franchise, and then this movie is just a Fast and Furious alternate universe movie. This is directed by Rawson Marshall Thurber, who sounds like he'd be the bad guy in a Richie Rich reboot. And this guy has directed and written movies like Dodgeball, A True Underdog Story, Central Intelligence, and Skyscraper. And fun fact, actor Chris Diamantopoulos who plays one of the bad guys. He's not in the film a lot. Uh, he plays a bad guy named Soto Voce. If you, if you watch the film, you'd get that. But he plays Soto Voce, and he also voices Mickey Mouse and Darkwing Duck. The new Mickey Mouse and new Darkwing Duck, mind you. And if you watch the film and you think the guy who plays Soto Voce looks a little weird, look at his IMDb profile picture and you'll see why. I'm not sure if there was prosthetics or what happened, but um, dude does not look like that. But let's talk about that plot. The plot, as stated by IMDb, says an Interpol agent tracks the world's most wanted art thief. That is 
kind of true. That is kind of true because Ritu Arya's character, who is Inspector Irvashi Das, is an Interpol agent. We have Dwayne Johnson plays an FBI profiler. We have Ryan Reynolds playing Nolan Booth, the world's number one or formerly number one art thief. And Gal Gadot is the bishop, formerly number two, now number one art thief. Because this is a buddy cop comedy, kind of. Kind of. There are a lot of tropes this kind of falls into. So this is an action comedy right off the bat. We know this. PG-13 action comedy. So it pushes the envelope a bit, but I would... I'd even let someone younger than 13 watch this. It's not that bad. I'm trying to think back, and I only think there was implied killing in it. As in, they talk about this guy who's known for strangling people to death, but there's actually no... But there's actually no death in the movie. Because uh, out, out of all the parents I know, the two big triggers for anything that they don't want their kids to see is sex and uh, too much violence. And I understand the violence. The sex I get too, but at least sex is natural. I mean, gratuitous at times in movies. I, I, I totally agree. But I, I would be more concerned about the murder, you know? But this is rated PG-13 for violence and action, some sexual references, and strong language. So, parents, please keep that in mind. Uh, action comedy, 100%. We have, as the main plot, getting a little more into it than what IMDb gave us, but not spoiling anything yet. We have two people. We have Dwayne Johnson as John Hartley and Ryan Reynolds as Nolan Booth teaming up to get the Bishop, played by Gal Gadot. And, of course, the bishop is always one step ahead. She makes the two guys look foolish, which is a, a common trope these days, uh, one that I don't mind. Because even though it's not a terribly new trope, it is a satisfying one. A badass woman making, uh, making idiots out of two guys. And what makes it even better is that Dwayne Johnson and Ryan Reynolds aren't idiots themselves. They are good at what they do. So that right there is the basic premise. In the spoiler section, I will go over a little more about that. But look, here's here's the skinny. This is a basic action comedy. I know I've said that before, but it is. And if you know the type of movies that Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne Johnson do, then you know what to expect going into it. And if those aren't your type of movies, then don't watch this. I've been looking through reviews for this film, and I can't stand it. Like, so many people who had no business watching this in the first place. Look, I know, watch whatever you want, everyone's allowed their opinion. Uh, look, I get that. But watching a movie like Red Notice, and complaining that the plot doesn't make sense, or there's too much deus ex machina, or Netflix will say yes to anything, this movie was a crisis. Eat a bag of dicks. Eat an entire bag of zombie dicks. Red Notice and movies like it are mindless popcorn flicks. They are movies that you watch because they're just enjoyable. And if you're the type of hoity-toity asshole who would complain about something like the pacing of the film or parts of the plot doesn't make sense, like that, I, I don't get that. Why? Why would you go into a movie like this other than just to be an asshole. Did I go down a rabbit hole of one-star reviews that just made me angry? Maybe. Look, if you don't like a movie like this, that's fine. I, I get it. I do. 
Six Underground, also starring Ryan Reynolds, was awful. I could not finish that film even as a mindless action film. And I did go into it wanting to like it as a mindless action film. But when I see reviews that complain about it being predictable and full of tropes, I'm like, well, yeah. I bet you these buckets of joy also watch the Fast and Furious movies going, this isn't realistic. But enough about that tangent. This is a very formulaic movie. And if you have seen enough movies like it, you will be able to see where it's going. While my wife and I didn't exactly predict everything, together we got enough of it that I can say with certainty that we figured it out. And you know what else? If you're a fan of Ryan Reynolds and his quick Deadpool-esque banter, this is the movie for you. Because there's plenty of it. We have Rock playing the straight man who has some good zingers, just like Tommy Lee Jones did playing opposite Will Smith in the Men in Black movies just like The Rock did in Central Intelligence with Kevin Hart. This is a very formulaic film. You you should know going in about how it's going to end. Just like if you watch a 90s rom-com or a cheesy slasher, you can probably guess. So with this film, we have something familiar and formulaic, which is comforting to me when I watch something like this. Because I know what to expect, and I know that it's going to be a good time because I like these kind of films. If you don't like these kind of films, easy peasy, skip it 100% because this is the epitome of an action comedy with elements of buddy cop thrown in. I saw this one article I shared on Twitter with this person saying, is Gal Gadot a good actress? Maybe one day we'll find out. No, we know she is. She knows her timing. She has, she has good timing with her with the comedy that she does do. And I've liked everything I've seen her in. I think she's done a good job. Everyone in this does a good job, but they do the job you expect. There was nothing mind-blowing. It was exciting. It was funny. It was enjoyable from beginning to end. And it's a good sign that even though we in this house predicted the ending, we still liked it. Because, you know, that can go one of two ways. Either you predict it, so you're disappointed going, oh, I wish I wish I didn't see it coming like a mystery or a thriller or something like that. Or a movie like this where you're like, oh, I saw that coming. I'm so smart because the enjoyability of the film didn't rely on the twist or the ending. Uh, let's wrap up the spoiler free part. And uh, I don't think the spoiler part is going to be too long, um, which, of course, you should know by now if you're listening to this because you know how long the episode is. But let me wrap up the spoiler-free part by saying that I liked this. I may even watch it again. But I'm glad I watched it once. And if I never happen to get around to ever seeing it again, I'd be fine. While it does have rewatchability, and I did enjoy the film, I'm not gearing up to watch it again. This is a reliable action comedy. If you miss it, I don't think you'd miss out. But if you watch it, I think you'll enjoy it. Red Notice gets a 7.5 out of 11. All right, spoiler time and time for our break. Our break is we hear word from our good friends of the show and then we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Are you looking for a nerd podcast that touches on every walk of nerd culture? Well, look no further. Somewhat Nerdy Radio is the podcast for you. We cover nerd culture, news, new movie reviews, bad movie reviews, video games, comics, with sprinkles of nerdy nostalgia throughout. Somewhat Nerdy Radio is a flagship podcast of the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. 
Find us on every podcast app or stream it on SomewhatNerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high-dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever internetting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy f***ing language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, Yeah, the f*** did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that, f***ing jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at wympodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. Hi, I'm Lisa. And I'm Robbie. And we host a show called We're We're Doing Doing Fine. Fine. We're friends from across the ocean. I'm from Scotland. And I'm from California. Join us every week as we chat about biscuits. You mean cookies. Brexit. Whatever's going on here. Who knows? Almost dying. Why we're single popular culture and basically everything and anything that can distract us from this postmodern hellscape we're all living in because we're, we're doing, doing fine all right welcome back to the spoiler filled part okay let's jump into it so the plot as described and the plot that they set up is that we have the rock who is an fbi profiler who is sent to help on a case involving Ryan Reynolds' character and helps catch him. But then he gets set up by the bishop and he gets thrown in jail with Ryan Reynolds' character because she sets it up to make him look like he was in on some heist. And so he needs to clear his name. And he's like, hey, you, Ryan Reynolds, you can help me with this. Help me take her out. I'll let you go. So you'll get the money. She'll be in jail. You'll be number one again. I'll have my name cleared. Easy peasy, right? No, it's not that easy because that's not all there was to it. The Rock was in on it the whole time. The Bishop, and I thought this part was clever. I did really like this part, that there are two bishops per side on a chessboard. The Rock and Gal Gadot working together from the beginning. And the good thing is it didn't come out of nowhere. There were signs for this. You could you could see it and maybe they played a little heavy-handed with it. But like I've already said multiple times in the first part of this review, I didn't care. You watch this movie to watch the banter between Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You watch them to get their ass handed to him time and time again by Gal Gadot. You watch this for the fancy action scenes with explosions and gunshots and helicopters and and Nazi cars. Yes, there's Nazi cars in this. You watch this film because you know deep down inside that even though they're all working against each other, well, well, at least Gal Gadot and Dwayne Johnson are working against Ryan Reynolds, you know that if they do a sequel, they're going to be working together, which is exactly where this ends. With him finding them after they double-crossed him and went, oh, hey, by the way, um, I could f*** you over right now. Or we have this job that we can do together. Of course, they say yes, because we have to leave this open to a sequel if it does well. And this did well. This has already done well, breaking records at Netflix. 
So I would say there is a very good chance in the next five years we will see a sequel for this. At least two or three years, just because we know that all of these people have projects planned for the foreseeable future. I actually want to single out a good review I've seen, but his Twitter handle is just Dan Felix, and he wrote a good review. I, I like it, and let me quote it verbatim. He says, totally inconsistent, full of deus ex machina and generic in every way, but the slick direction and even more so the dynamic between Reynolds and Johnson elevate this so much. If it weren't for this cast, Red Notice would be incredibly forgettable, but instead I found myself laughing a fair amount and can't say I was ever bored. A popcorn flick for sure, but not everything has to be Citizen Kane. You know what, Dan? I, I doubt you'll listen to the show, but um, I love that review he gives it a 6 out of 10 uh, I gave it you know 7.5 out of 10 but that last part he hit it on the head and while I don't know exactly what Dan means by inconsistent what I think uh, from my experience with the movie was that the rocks character was kind of well inconsistent because he's supposed to be this FBI agent and we're supposed to believe that he was more than willing to shoot his way out of a prison. It may have been a prison in Russia, but still shoot his way out of a prison and do other kind of iffy stuff. Not iffy in a weird way, but iffy as in law abiding way. But no, but he's just an FBI agent that wants to get his career back. Is that how you get your career back, buddy? By breaking the law some more? Just at the end, go see, I, I, I was framed. I didn't break the law. What about those other times when you're trying to unframe yourself? Well, well, well yeah, but you're going to forget about that, right? Because of movies. Uh, and something else I didn't entirely like was... So the point of the movie was they were trying to find Cleopatra's missing egg. Like there are three golden eggs or something that Mark Anthony gave to her. Blah, blah, blah. Two of them we know of. Blah, blah, blah. Another missing. And the missing one was owned by a Nazi. It was part of Hitler's collection. And... When the Third Reich fell, this Nazi fled with all this art to South America somewhere and buried it. And Ryan Reynolds' dad's character had this watch that he was very, that was very important to him. His father, who was a Swiss cop, had a Nazi watch that was very important to him. And it's not like his dad was some sort of hidden thief, like a Lara Croft or Indiana Jones kind of situation where you're like, oh, that's why he had Nazi propaganda. He was looking for hidden Nazi treasure to turn into a museum. So that part bothered me a bit, that we have this guy who has this complicated relationship with his dad. His dad was kind of an a-hole. But they never really addressed the fact that he had a Nazi doctor's watch, and it was one of his most prized possessions. The other thing that really bothers me about this film is that Nolan Booth, played by Ryan Reynolds, had his moment. He had his good guy moment where he had the egg. He had... The one thing he's been looking for for a long time, and he had something that get him a god-awful lot of money that'll one-up him on the bishop so he could be the greatest art thief yet again. But he's like, hey, I don't know if my my buddy, if John Hartley made it out of this like free fall we did out of a Nazi vehicle into a lake. So he puts the egg down and runs into the water going, going to save him after comedic, oh, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't moment. To have that moment with with Dwayne Johnson where he's like, oh, you went back for me. That's really sweet kind of thing. Just to be double crossed right away. And I know it's silly. I, I know it's really silly. But what bothers me about it is how wrong it is that Ryan Reynolds was willing 
to let the egg, Cleopatra's third and final egg, out of his sight, risking the chance that the bishop, Gal Gadot, could pick it up and he could lose it just to save The Rock's life. Just to have Dwayne Johnson and Gal Gadot leave him handcuffed in the middle of the jungle for Interpol to find. And I do wonder, am I being pedantic here? And am I becoming what I judged others for who gave this movie one star that I complained about their reviews? Am I being similar to them? And I don't think so, because this did not affect my score. The fact that John Hartley had no real story arc other than the big reveal, that Gal Gadot had no big character other than I am a badass and better than both of you, kind of deal, even though they didn't really have character arcs, that did affect my score, because I think it would have been a better movie if we saw a little growth out of them. So while that did affect my score, that whole thing at the end with them leaving Ryan Reynolds didn't really affect it, just because for me it's a nitpick. And it also kind of hints at a darker side to John Hartley and the bishop, or they're both the bishop, I guess, the bishops. It hints at a darker side for the bishops, you wouldn't normally see in a lighthearted movie like this. Like, like yes, they will fully, fully f*** over someone, even if that person tried to save their life. So even though on the poster and in every press thing you'll see for this, it's equal build as all three of them, with Gal Gadot always in the middle, Ryan Reynolds is the main character. We have Nolan Booth as the main, main character of this because he is the only one that gets a character arc, that gets a story arc from beginning to end. And it's a satisfying one, especially because at the end, when he finds them again and goes, oh, hey, by the way, Interpol's coming to arrest you unless you want to do this job with me. He's realizing, okay, these are the people I'm dealing with. They may not be murderers and straight up like awful people, but I can't really trust them. Unless I can show them we can all play on the same side. Do I want Red Notice 2? Yes, I do. I would watch that 100%. Will I be sad if we never see it? No. Just like with Chris Hemsworth's Extraction. Just like a lot of these action films that I've seen that are big and flashy and fun to look at. I like it. I like Red Notice. I don't need a sequel. I would be very happy if I did get a sequel, but I won't sit there like I, uh, like I still to this day will talk about John Carter of Mars, or it's just called John Carter. Like I will still talk about John Carter going, I wish that movie got a sequel. You know what the weird thing is? Since I gave my score for the non-spoiler part, I really don't know how to end this other than just repeating that this is a, this is an enjoyable film. I smiled. I laughed. I thoroughly thoroughly had fun so if you think that you too could have fun watch this film if you don't think so that's fine that is 100 fine i only get angry and judge people when they try and critique red notice like they would citizen kane thank you again dan for that uh, his youtube channel fried gold movie reviews but with that my future friends Keep your eye open for another episode this week, the usual episode of Future Flicks with Billiam. If you've never heard the regular show before, do tune in. I talk about all the movies coming out during the week, and I give my thoughts on them based only on the trailers. So I will see you next time in episode 223 later this week. And here comes that closing housekeeping. 
You can find me on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast app, as well as the Somewhat Nerdy website that is somewhatnerdy.com. I would really appreciate it if you take a few minutes out of your day to give the podcast a rating. I would love five stars, please. And also, share the podcast. Share with your friends. That is how we grow here on the show. And then how do you reach me? That is a great question. You can leave a comment for me on the Somewhat Nerdy website or Facebook page. You can leave a comment on SoundCloud. You can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at BilliamSWN. You can email me at BilliamReviews at gmail.com. And please consider supporting the show on Patreon. You can find a link in the show notes and also on the Somewhat Nerdy site. Be sure to check out the other shows in the network, Somewhat Nerdy Radio and Nerds of the Squared Circle. Don't forget to support the friends of the show. You've heard their ads tonight. Please check out my personal blog, BilliamTheNerd.com. And then finally, my dear friends, my dear, dear listeners, my future friends, please remember that no matter where life takes you, no matter what your week has in store, just take some time to catch a flick. I'm Billion from Somewhat Nerdy signing off, and I'll see you in the future.